This is Colleen Jurowitz, and I'm talking today with Michael Michelle. Hi, Michael. Hi, how are you, Colleen? Good, good. So you're an attorney, huh? Tell me, Tell me about uh, what you do in your attorney life. I'm a, a estate planning, estate administration, and litigation attorney. Um, I also do some business items, breach of contracts, and what have you. But the largest part is dealing specifically with persons' estates. Okay, so does everybody have an estate, even if they're not rich? Well, they do, um, whether or not they want to set it up. If you own uh, property, like, such as a house or whatnot, maybe some stocks or bonds, uh, various other assets, then you probably do have an estate. Okay, so what happens if I die without doing any planning? What is that? Uh, that's called dying intestate. And what happens then is if you own a piece of real estate or what have you, you need to sell it or your estate needs to sell it, your next of kin. They have to petition the court and get all kinds of court supervision and get all your bills paid and your property sold, turn it to cash and divide it amongst your beneficiaries. If you die without direction, the court will have direction for your estate, and it becomes very expensive. Okay, and also anything that goes on in the court is like public knowledge, isn't that right? That's absolutely correct. It is public knowledge, and so everybody's going to know how much you've got and who you owe money to and so on down the line oh, because you're going to file creditor claims. Oh, man. Okay, so if I want more privacy on my affairs or if I want to have more direct control, then what do I have to do? At that point, I would recommend a trust. That way, your trust holds all your property for your benefit, and then you name a successor trustee, so that way, if and when you pass, your successor trustee steps into your shoes, and then with directions that are in the trust, we'll distribute your estate to the beneficiaries without court supervision, provided, of course, that everybody's getting along. <laughs> Right, no additional meddling then. All right, so then I've heard, because I, in my real estate practice, sometimes we come across properties that are in trusts and are not in trusts, and ones that are in, that people think they're in a trust, but they actually aren't. So what do you do to make sure that that little loophole, that oversight is not I, happening. I, I make sure that there's a deed in place that lists the property as being held in the trust and then the person who is transferring it to the trust and becoming the trustee are listed on the deed as well as trustee for the trust. Okay, so it, it's public record and then it's handled in the trust and it doesn't accidentally have to be probated separately, right? That's correct. As long as it's in the trust, it does not have to be probated. All right, good. Okay, so if someone wants to save a lot of money for their family members, then they should do some planning. Absolutely. I can set up a trust for a lot less money on the front end than what it would cost to probate an estate on the back side. Okay, so can we... Uh, like make the kids pay for this process <laughs> because they're the real ones that benefit. Well, I tell my kids, thank you for the new car because I bought it with your inheritance. So oh. use some of their inheritance and set yourself up a trust. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, so it's, let's say someone passes away then. What's the first step, first couple of things someone uh, who is going to be administering a trust for them would have to think about? I would recommend that if you suddenly find yourself in the position of being a successor trustee that you do sit down with an attorney, spend an hour, pay the fee or what have you, have them draft an affidavit of the death of a trustee. That way it goes on record. It takes them out of being the trustee 
property and off the uh, deed of the property and puts you in that place. So now there's no question about the actions that you're taking if you want to sell the house or rent it out or uh, do anything with respect to any uh, part of the real property. Okay, so can the trusts also handle property that's not real estate? Absolutely. Uh, all assets that are part of the trust estate are administered by the trustee. Even items that are as simple as the contents of your house, uh, maybe if you left uh, funds to your trust, I don't recommend doing that. Uh, people get life insurance policies. In some cases, yes, they'll fund their trust. They will fund their trust with a life insurance policy so there's cash to operate, but generally you should have life policies pass outside of the trust and go directly to the beneficiaries. Okay. And then the other thing I was thinking about was you can always change a trust, right? I mean, what you put together 20 years ago, maybe you should relook at it. Is that right? That's absolutely correct. I think that you should take a look at your trust and update it from time to time. Uh, things change, your life change. After you create a trust, you continue to acquire property, and if you forget to title it in the name of the trust, then you can go ahead and put it in the trust. Also, as far as changing the trust, when you establish it, make sure that you have a provision in there that you can amend your trust. Okay, so it sounds like one of those smart management financial thought process that people really should go through. Absolutely. All right, good. Well, thank you for your input, Michael. Now, how would somebody contact you if they wanted to move forward? They can call me direct at area code 916-371-6200. They can find me on my website at michelle-law.com, and that's M-E-C-H-I-L-L-L-A-W.com. Oh, good. Thank you for talking to me today, Michael. Well, thank you for your time.